philosophy or religion. I think that's what it was. Hey, man, we got to talk about the, the the scam that philosophy was in college, <laughs> nigga. Get to it. Shit. Think about whatever. it. Think about it. The whole point of the class is to have a different type of perspective on what the said subject is, right? Right. How the fuck do you fail philosophy? <laughs> Nigga ain't respond, I guess. Niggas don't I'll be, be doing so, their papers no, and shit. I got oh, you, fa- oh, you I failed. A- <laughs> I thought you just meant <laughs> in general. We talking about your pause report. Duh, I got an F. <laughs> I got an F in was philosophy. Was it your freshman year? No. <laughs> <laughs> this was like maybe the end of my sophomore year. Mm. Man, mm. that, I did a detailed seven-page paper. I mm. forgot what the fuck we were talking about. I think it was like matter versus some shit. I did a whole little shit, and that nigga gave me an F and said, this doesn't make sense. Fuck. <laughs> said, fuck your philosophy. I was like, man, what the fuck is happening yeah, here, buddy? Yeah. Nah. That nigga was Mr. Clark or some shit. I'm gonna fuck that nigga up when I see him. We had some white dude found out he was a pastor at the end of class, like the whole time, because it was philosophy or religion. Oh, that's isn't it? This nigga was arguing free will with God create a world where you couldn't sin or something. Isn't I don't that, know. Isn't something. that a conflict of interest? You would think so. That nigga definitely was a pastor. And I'm thinking like, yo, he probably turned some people to the devil, like with the, <laughs> the class and shit. Like, cause it really had you doubting. It shit really had you doubting, like religion, especially like Christianity. Love is in the air, brother D. Yeah. I had to start off with a little R&B, man. I'm sorry. We had to step away from some of that misogynistic content from last week. (laughs) Germs. Love you, buddy. You're never coming back on this podcast ever again. You don't listen to this podcast anyway, so you'll never hear this. <laughs> I've been on a Patrice Russian tip like this whole past week. I don't fucking know why, man. Oh, you got an old soul with the music? You got an old ear? <laughs> Shut up. Special podcast today, man. I'm looking at the bro. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> <laughs> All right, be quiet, Patrice. So, quiet, Hey, let's fucking get it, man. Special pod today. Special pod today. Special fucking pod today. We got somebody's anniversary today. Somebody's a birthday boy. <laughs> Do you know freak what today man, is? Freak man, yeah, that's me. Brother D. Yes, sir. 
Would you like, before we introduce the pod, would you like to tell the people what today is? I definitely can. 12 years on the gang, on the set. Mm. I'm just kidding, guys. Um, <laughs> today marks 12 years of me joining Fa Beta Sigma Fraternity Incorporated. You, you know where it's found. Mafia chapter. The goddamn mafia. The ghetto. Talking about the ghetto. Mama, here come those guys. Yeah. Congratulations, brother man. Congratulations to all the Spring 09 folks, my pro fight. Let me see if I can run down the names. <laughs> oh, shit. Who, you know your hey, history, nigga? Let's see. Spring 09. I ain't going to say y'all niggas' nicknames because y'all niggas was switching up y'all nicknames every fucking two months. So. There was a lot of niggas switching names. See, right? Number two. Number two was Terrell. Yeah. Number three was Brian. Yeah. Number four was was Dre. Yes, number five was Kevin. Number mm-hmm. six was Robbie. Mm-hmm. Number seven was Daryl. Mm-hmm. Number eight was VJ. Yeah. Number nine was Niles. Yeah. Ten Club, my co-host right here yeah. to the right, man. Let me give you motherfucking experience. And number eleven was K Mos. Hey, you pledged. Right? You pledged. <laughs> Did I get it right, man? <laughs> you Come pledged. On, man. Hey. Congratulations, man. It's my pro fight. <sighs> I want to play a little clip, man. You got really, some heat. Yeah, I got some heat, man. This is a. Uh, a little special song that we made for you guys when we were um, starting our uh, our journey into the yeah the the uh, whatever y'all niggas call it Sig- Sigma Land <laughs> Sigma Land you trying yeah. to find the Sigma All Light? I know is when I got there I didn't know what the fuck was going on <laughs> so I don't know where I arrived. You look but. like that uh that that meme with uh Mr. Krabs SpongeBob <laughs> <laughs> essentially yes man all what right man so this is a uh, Fall Eleven. Me, well, actually, I can't say me first, so Tyler, Terrell, and myself, mm. one, two, and three, fought 11, three the hard way mm. for Spring 09, man. It's the re-up, bitch. It's the re-up, bitch. It's the re-up, bitch. It's the re-up, bitch. San Hannibal, they have a beat-up, bitch. Blue Hama Island, you know, killing shit. Spring 09, you don't know who you fucking with, dude. Had your girl four times Go on with your whole line It's showtime Group NBA still rockin' LA Now gon' make this a motherfuckin' melee Magic running down the blue now West Coast Chuck Taylor try to walk it out Got your whole chapter on a dick Girl, you know what it hey. is. It's the re-up. It's the re-up, bitch. Do the re-up. It's the, it's the re-up, bitch. Do the re-up. It's the, it's the re-up, bitch. May 23rd, 2009, bitch. Do. Mm, hey. Another round of applause, man. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <sighs> May 23rd, 2009 at, at what? 3.24, 10 in the morning? Mm-mm-mm. Yes, sir. Two through 11. We don't do aces. Man, once again, man, congratulations. 12 years in the game for you guys. Um, I know that we'll be 10 years this year. Old niggas. (laughs) That's old head stuff. It's 10 years. Old head. Yeah, man. Yo, 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 yo. Welcome to the If I Let You Tell the Podcast. It's your boy, Mike Sesh, Mike Fresh. And who else could it be but Brother D? Episode 38 in the motherfucking building, you bitch. You! In typical pod fashion, man. We're going to take these shots. You feel me? Yes, sir. And um, just want to remind you guys, we've got two episodes left. Just two. One, two. <laughs> and then Ooh, the season is over. Sheet. And you guys are going to have to sit on your ass and wait until we come back. You feel me? Like a broken home. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> what? <laughs> yo, yo, yo. Shots, eyes. Type of eyes. Eyes. Eyes, king. Eyes. Eyes, queen. Right, here we go. Mm-hmm. Back to my jam. What the fuck? <laughs> 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 that was oh, not what I meant to play. Oh, god damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Lots to discuss today, I think. Well, first off, man, we definitely want to send a rest in peace to the legendary Paul Mooney. Facts. Legendary comedian, writer, wrote for Richard Pryor. You guys already know his accolades, man. I was introduced to Paul Mooney through the Chappelle Show. Okay. Brother D, how was you introduced to him? I think the same way. Like, I'd heard his voice and definitely heard some of his jokes, but... I think Chappelle show for for the younger generation. That's when we first saw him, like yeah. his face and shit. And this is like getting even. You know, Chappelle show is arguably top three, one of my favorite shows of all time. Yeah, you know what I mean. And you really think about it now, like, um, how many people passed away from that show already? Like Rick James, Charlie Murphy, Prince, Paul Mooney, um, and I believe it was somebody else from like. On that show, but this is this, this, do you count redacted? Does he count as somebody who passed away? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, ooh, redacted Kelly. But definitely rest in peace, Paul Mooney, man. But we're gonna get ready for this pod, man. We're gonna get ready for this pod. So, 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 so. What do I got on the notes? Oh, your team. The Los Angeles Lakers. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So the question I have for you guys today. Is LeBron James the most dramatic player in the NBA? If not, who? Well, first off. Let me ask you, did you watch the game against the Warriors? The yeah, I didn't get to see all of it, but I did I did watch, yeah, yeah. You did watch when he got poked in the eye, allegedly. Yeah, I mean, why do they keep touching the king like that? Did you did you see when he said he had uh he was uh seeing three three rims? Yeah. Yeah, and you see he made that shot too. He picked the right rim. He said he focused on the middle one and the- Smart man. Imagine if he'd have picked the left one. He'd have missed. And you know, <laughs> and well, you know what's funny is when he shot the shot and Steph looked at that nigga, he was sitting there pointing his eye like, I can't see. <laughs> <laughs> Steph looked at that nigga like, all right, man. Yo, that's a funny shit, man. No, Bron be with the actress. Bron definitely be with the, he get tapped on the chin. Now he's touching his nose. This nigga's like, the this biggest nigga. nigga in the NBA. <laughs> it's like, it's Bro, it's like 270. Bro. 6'9", 270 is nuts. Bro. So this nigga, I can't really say too much about Bron because he gave us two championships for the Miami Heat. But at the end of the day, man, I watched that game live. And as miraculous as that shot was, Mm -hmm. it is funny that that shot got overshadowed by the eye injury thing. Yeah. Bro, you don't touch the king. Did he touch him? (laughs) Did he actually touch him? I mean, you saw the footage. I I did. And I was, you didn't see him touch him, man. You didn't see him. I mean, and and he better than Jordan. Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna let the whole shit rock. 
day. I'm just saying. Nelio ain't the only person that kicked doors in. I'm just going gonna, gonna to hop out and just say it. He, so why do you think he's better than Jordan? I mean, he's had to do – I feel like he's had to do more than Jordan. He's expected to do more than Jordan. The fact that he's survived his whole career with the only scandal being mm-hmm. him leaving during the social media era. Mm-hmm. He's carried multiple teams on his back. And this is not me saying that I disagree with you. I'm playing devil's advocate. Oh, yeah. Because I, I personally think LeBron James is the greatest NBA player of all time. Me personally, okay. I think that. I think the top three is LeBron, Kobe, Jordan. Okay. So, I would even go far to say Kobe's better than Jordan. I'm with you. I, I put Kobe on his own island. Um, Why? I don't know, just because he's Rest Kobe. Rest Kobe. Yeah, rest in Kobe Bryant, for sure. Um, the bean. But I mm-hmm. feel like, I don't know, I just... I leave maybe it's because it might have something to do with him passing as well, but I just put Kobe on his own island and and the when they talk about the greatest, I feel like that's a battle between um Braun and mm-hmm. Jordan. But right. okay, so when you say greatest, is that taken away from like he's the greatest but not the best? See, look, see, all right, you do good, that. That's a good question though. But it's a valid question. Yeah. Because you can be the greatest and not be the best. Because right. I think when it when it comes to the greatest, I think it's more so accolades and an impact and you know what i mean not okay. necessarily full skill level okay it's like what you accomplish throughout your career like lebron is is most likely going to end on a 20-year career yeah yeah you know what i mean wow he's still considered the best player in the nba right now okay. next to steph curry arguably yeah, yeah. and like obviously like kd kd's on like there that. yeah so to be at that level in what is this year 18 yeah. for lebron yeah. And still be considered the best in the game is kind of fucking nuts. Yeah, he's, a nasty, he's a nasty nigga. <laughs> you know what I mean? So this nigga has won a championship for every team that he's went to. He won a championship with Cleveland. He won a championship with Miami. He's won a championship with Lakers. Yeah. Who else can really say that? Who else has won the championship with? Somebody else has won a championship. Well, has led the team. Mm-hmm. Has won the championship Not in three different franchises. Yeah. I'm with you. I mean. I feel like if we're talking about the best, mm-hmm. I'm, I might have to give that. I might have to give it to Jordan. Um, in terms of the greatest, I'm giving it to Brian. And I say the best because if if we look at rings and records and mm-hmm. you know, I guess consecutive wins. Uh, you know, uh, was it all defense? Right, all defensive player. I mean, mm-hmm. I I give it to Jordan in terms of. And not give it to him. I'm, I feel like he, you know, he's earned that. But in terms of who's the greatest, I'm giving it to Bron. And I think Space Jam Two gonna be better than Space Jam One. I'm saying that shit now. So we talking about soundtracks of Space Jam Two. We already on a fucking good start. You know it. I want to talk to you. Turn Franklin. I want to talk to you. Just wait. Oh yes. I was so fucking confused when I heard this shit. <laughs> right. <laughs> I said, little baby and Kirk Franklin. Just a little baby. Just a little baby. We can do it together. And I ain't breaking my word. I just wish that I could fly like a bird. Get away from this earth. Had a prayer and prayer. Felt that was cursed. I always tell myself it could have been worse. Never going back. I broke the reverse. It come from my soul. No need to. R. Kelly, you sit your ass right there in that cell, buddy. If you think we about to play 
I believe I can fly this year when the world is open. Nigga. People, I was being careless. Took a break and stepped away. I'm coming back when I get ready. I know this breaks people into pieces, but I ain't gonna let it. They took that shit off the soundtrack on on Apple Music. <laughs> Did they? <laughs> you can't even access that shit on Apple Music. Uh, All they got is seal. <laughs> fly like an eagle. Wait, yeah, they I believe I can fly off the shit. You can't even access it, Wait. bro. Good. Hey, that's fucking hilarious, man. All the graduations, that shit was played. Wait, at. wait. So it's. But that just say his name. Y'all niggas know his fucking name, Robert Sylvester Kelly. Oh, <laughs> oh, you know that nigga. <laughs> Sylvester. Well, that was his name on fucking Trapped in the Closet. But I think that it really is his middle name. Y'all gotta it research is. that. Mm-hmm. It is. Mm-hmm. You know it's Sylvester. Too? Yeah, I knew you know it too. too. But all oh, in God. all, what was I about to say? I was about to say something. It is Sylvester. Isn't it, is it Sylvester or just Sylvester? <laughs> Sylvester. Gross. <laughs> they called him Sly. Sly Kelly. Sly he looks Kelly. like a Sylvester. What was I about to say, man? That nigga's picture on Wikipedia is gross. No, that's what I just pulled. <laughs> gross. What right, kind of Captain Crunch jacket he got on? You right. see this shit? I think one of the greatest things that ever happened, man, and God bless those victims, man. I think the greatest thing that ever happened was R. Kelly being in jail during the pandemic, man. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, oh, no. you happy he's locked up? Oh no! Yes. <laughs> during COVID, I'm happy. Just imagine. Like, <laughs> yeah. Look, during quarantine, Yikes. yes, I'm absolutely happy that nigga is far, far away. He probably been putting. We want to talk look, about it, even though. And I've said it on the pod before. Even though I'm not the greatest advocate of the the, the prison system mm-hmm. and, the, and the jail system, but I, I, I have some special cases, man. And this nigga is definitely one of those cases. He needs to be in jail. We're not going to act like this nigga, R. Kelly, ain't in there cooking up some heat. I hope not. <laughs> what in the he Franklin? Probably got- <laughs> <laughs> he out there working on stepping in the name of love and two. Stepping in the name of love, too. You know what's so crazy, though? As <laughs> sick him. <laughs> as sick as this nigga is, for some reason, I feel like R. Kelly is the type of nigga. If, you know, I hope this never happens. I hope he doesn't get out. But if he was to get out, I feel like that nigga will. Put out Some such shit. a banger. <laughs> that that first be like, All right, man. He's a narcissist. He that, for sure would. And y'all would be low key two stepping. Yo, no, we got. It's a lot of y'all motherfuckers actually still listening to that, mm-hmm. that nigga music in y'all homes with the doors closed you're and not, the windows closed. If you ever get married, you're not planning to match your wedding. No. 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 No songs. <laughs> no. So we not. So okay. So. No songs he would use in the verses. So we talking let's no songs he wrote let's, or let's, produced. Let's talk about it. Okay. I don't know why we talking about it, but let's talk about let's it. it. Fuck it. Fuck it, nigga. There's nothing, nothing can be worse than the end segment of the last pod. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> right. We're already here. Yeah. Go ahead. Oh, do we we didn't tell him. Well, we did what? tell him it was thirty episode thirty eight. Okay. So yeah. you're saying you wouldn't play any R. Kelly? No. Why? What do you mean why? I I mean why? Because for one, I personally just don't want to play none of that shit. Okay. Two, you never know how other people are going to be reacting to that shit if you do play it. That's at the wedding. Gotcha. And there's way, there's so many songs you can choose from that's not R. Kelly at a wedding. Yeah, but do you want to choose them? You can, you can, you can get past Step in the Name of Love and you can play Adorn by Miguel. 
What? What? So what about the Fiesta remix? I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> this is a sick Negro. <laughs> what the fuck is Brother D talking about? <laughs> you playing the Fiesta remix at your wedding? <laughs> nigga, I'm playing. <laughs> nigga, I'm playing G'd up. What <laughs> <laughs> the fuck you talking about? This nigga said the Fiesta remix. No, I'm not playing. No, You're I'm not, not playing down Happy down People. After the club, it's the after party, and after the party, it's the hotel lobby, and. He's no. really trying to get you. <laughs> after the original, it's probably this. No. no. After the Bellevue, it's probably Chris. Yeah. Oh, it's Chris. The only R. Kelly song I'll play at my wedding is Bump, Bump, Bump. Oh, you're sick. <laughs> <laughs> you got to walk down the aisle to Gigolo one time. No. Oh, oh, at the oh, wedding? Oh, oh, oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, man! Let's get right. let, let's stop talking about this, man. Sorry, yeah. listeners, if, right. if this is triggering you in any kind of way. <laughs> yeah. Uh huh. So seductive. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck is seductive already? Uh-huh. Is it the beat or is it like the little? Do me, f- do me a favor. Don't ever be so seductive. <laughs> <laughs> Yikes. Oh, I take you to the candy shop. I let you lick the lollipop. But little girl, don't you stop. Keep going till you hit the spot. Whoa. It was at that point that she hit the spot. <laughs> <laughs> Keep going till you hit the spot. Whoa. Oh, do you think she was giving him the gooch smooch? She had to, yeah. Oh, 50. I'll take you to the candy shop. Yeah. One more taste of what I got. Uh-huh. I have you spending all you got. Come on. Keep going until you hit the spot. You can have it your way. How do you want it? You gon' back that thing up, or should I push up on it? Temperature rising, okay. Let's go to the next level. Dance floor jam pack, hot as a tea kettle. I break it down for you now. Mm-mm. What in the Mrs. Potts? <laughs> Dance floor. Hot as a tea kettle. <laughs> what in the chip? What niggas still got tea kettles like that? Hey. Oh. Oh. <laughs> now, baby, it's simple. You be an info. I be an info. In the hotel or in the back of the rental. On the beach or in the park. It's whatever you went to. Got the magic stick. I'm the love doctor. Hey, you- the love doctor. <laughs> Why is 50 Zip big ass in the back of the rental? <laughs> Niggas a whole, whole linebacker. Why did he call it the magic stick? <laughs> oh, I'm playing that song. At some point, you by high sprung, I got you. When you show me you can work it, baby, no problem. Get on top and get to bounce around like a low rider. I'm a seasoned vet when it comes to this shit. After you work up a sweat, you can play with the stick. I'm trying to explain, baby, the best way I can. I melt in your mouth, girl, not in your head. It's a lot to unpack. <laughs> Freak man, freak man, yeah, that's me. I'm a seasoned vet. <laughs> that nigga said, I'll melt in your mouth and not in my. Curtis Jackson, 50 Cent. What's his name on fucking power? Kanan. <laughs> this nigga's gross. I don't even know what to say about him, man. Brother D, what you got? This nigga's fucking sick. <laughs> like, <laughs> just, just straight up. If you be a nympho, I'll be a nymph. Shut up. <laughs> you are too slow. I let you lick the lollipop. Hey. Go, go, girl, don't you stop. Keep going till you hit the spot. Whoa. I'll take you to the candy shop. One more taste of what I got. Uh-huh. I have you spending all you got. Come on. Keep going till you hit the spot. Whoa. I'll 
go. You be Olivia. Go. You be Olivia. <laughs> Give it to me, baby. Nice and slow. Climb on top, ride like you're in a rodeo. You ain't never heard it sound like this before. Cause I ain't never put it down like this. Soon as I come through the door, she get the pulling on my zipper. She get the pulling on my zipper. <laughs> So there is a such there's a thing with him and so seductive. Wasn't that Tony Ayo's first single? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> oh no, this is you. Shorty so seductive, dancing on me It's the way that she moves, it's making me horny If I wake up next to her in the morning I'ma turn over and tell her let's do it again This is a sick Negro Shorty so seductive, dancing on me Yeah. Oh shit, I remember that <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I'm thinking oh, to myself, fine. I'm like, wait Was this promo for Tony Yayo? Had to be That nigga had the bucket hat on at night <laughs> Sick fuck. Oh my god. The problem has to be that he wanted to take her to the candy shop mm-hmm. of all places. How old was this young lady? I'll take you to the candy shop. She was like, oh, okay. <laughs> this is officially sick Negro month. Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> Nah, you head all crazy over there. It's your shit. <laughs> what? What? I'm a freak to the core. Get a dose once, you gon' want some more. My tongue touch your girl, your toes bound to curl. This exclusive stick, I don't share with the world. Freak, I had man. your girl in the morning, morning. Back shot, drop it, a low can't stop it. This is rockin' me. Get the position down back. Then it's time to switch. This song is not even. This song is just fire. <laughs> right, this shit is kind of cool. When I ain't in the hood with my toes out, rope. I'm in the telly working up a switch rope. Did you use this rap Lil' Kim verse? Or did you shut the fuck up? Because if you rapped any part of I got the magic clip, <laughs> <laughs> I'm inviting you to my hands. <laughs> I'm inviting you to the Rory. <laughs> I'm inviting him to the Wait, but you used to do this. I got the magic clip. Her part was fire. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. What all right, what do you do in that situation when the when the woman's part is super fucking fire? You just don't rap you can't it in rap public. It. Why can't you rap it? You can't rap it. Why not? Not in public. So can women rap the, the men's lyrics? Yeah. yeah. Why? It's a double standard. You just can't do it in public. A girl could be like, I got I've done it in public. Exactly. You can do it behind closed doors. It's fine. You definitely do it behind closed doors. (laughs) You definitely. (laughs) Hell yeah, you do. I think you guys are being toxic right now. And Mm. you being misogynistic. Yeah, for sure. Well. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Little Kim, not a whore. But I say it's a nigga so good. He got to tell his boys. <laughs> he gonna do that regardless. <laughs> what are you talking about? Have a girl ever ever came and told you how she like fucked the shit out of one of your homeboys? Nah, cause then I'll be giving niggas the jokes. Cause I'm be like, pause. Like, what happened? What you do? Yeah, I had that. What, what Neilio say? Had the nigga uh purring like a walrus. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> we heard a walrus purr. That's another downfall of having like mostly women friends, is that at some point in that friendship, you're gonna hear about their sex capades with probably and one they of your smash homeboys. one of the homies for sure. They and they're gonna sit there. They will be talking to their homegirls. Mm. You just be in the room, and you just hear everything going on. And you just be hoping that niggas handle business. And because uh, yeah. they'll be like, "That's your boy. Why, why your uh, nigga come so fast? I don't know. <laughs> you, yeah. he's your friend, brother, right? <laughs> right. Do all sigmas eat ass? You, like that wasn't part of the curriculum. <laughs> we was coming in. That wasn't part of my practice. <laughs> Hell no. All right, brother. Sound like good. <laughs> you seem like the type that'll get a manny and a petty. I do. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. I mean, ain't nothing wrong with. I mean, them. you go to Zumba. I do go to Zumba. Mike gonna be coming with us soon. Y'all, yeah. y'all just keep 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 the, shooting the DMs. The footage will we'll get Mike in there for yeah. sure. We might have. To, it might just. We might just go live. Fuck it. Oh, fuck <laughs> it. <laughs> fuck uh, it. Unedited. Huh? <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> the comments coming yeah. straight. Right, straight just coming to straight me. in. See how many views we can get. What were you saying though? But I'm asking. Wait, have you ever got a, a manicure before? I have. Yeah. yeah. I don't mind um, getting the manny. I haven't got a petty in a while, but I'm with okay. the I'm with the manny petty lifestyle. What about you? Um, yeah, I mean, I'm definitely down for it. Yeah. Your toes is out right now. Yeah, how your toes are, but your chain tucked in. What's up, man? Wait, my chain is just extremely small, man. So it, it tucks itself. In. It still works though. Don't worry about it. Okay, so look, so we're getting the manny and petty today, but the question is, because somebody asked me this, is that do you get the the clear nail polish? I don't on your manny, Mm-mm. and I agree with you. Mm-mm. I gotta get the uh, what's that shit? Uh, get it buffed. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely was in there like, yeah, you buff my shit real quick. What do you think, man? What do you think about? I think niggas having, that get clear nail polish on there. I think it looks kind of fly. It doesn't look bad. Just clear though. You know what I'm starting to realize? <laughs> <laughs> what is this? You know what I'm starting to realize? What you got? Because I've been I've been reading deep into like I've been listening to a few episodes trying to put the pieces to the puzzle together. Okay. The last episode when Richard and Germs was on, Richard said verbatim, he said the I haven't seen Mike since he got with Camille, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And it's been a couple sayings in the pod. Well, a couple of the guests we had on, he said. Oh, I think the one with Dom too. Where it's like, I think that your girlfriend might be <laughs> turning you, nah, fam, <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. into mm-hmm. really. This is a sick Negro. Mm-hmm. No, I've I've seen guys with like they're a little clear. It doesn't look bad, and you have nice hands. Like I can definitely see it. If you don't want to, like you don't have to, but it would look nice. I don't think it's anything wrong with it. Do you think that you're in my ear? Um, not as much as you're in mine. Like mm. we're equally. I feel like. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we bring out our true selves in each other. So. It's the French for me. <laughs> it's the French for me. We oui, we oui. okay. We we over here. Yeah. Oh, pause. <laughs> wait a minute. Oh, wait a minute. Oh my gosh! But so, no, yeah. I get it. If you don't, you know, if you guys don't feel comfortable, well, why? Mm. Why don't you feel comfortable in doing it? Well, it's, it's protective. It's protecting your. It your, might your be, nails, but you know? I mean, I think it's more so. I just don't want my shit to be shining like shining, that. Like yeah. I just feel like it. It brings attention. Not saying that I, like I would never do it, 
but mm-hmm. I just prefer my nails like this. Like as long as my shit looks nice and clean, like I'm straight. You got to start the extra. When you when, when you checking your nails, I need you to start making sure your fingers are touching your palms and not straight up and straight out. <laughs> Cuz this is okay. This is okay but when your why? fingers touch your palms. Why but when you when okay. you go like this, what? Okay, I have a question for you guys. Got an issue. How how do you guys feel about women that are just like bare, like toes and hands? Oh, I fuck with it. Without an See, <gasps> I feel like if you got I your, I feel like if you got your toes out, throw a little color on there. Why though? Why do women? Why do women have? But if it's clean, mm. if it's cut, if it's you know, and it has a pedicure, a fresh pedicure, but mm. same as men, I just didn't want to no polish on it. Mm. Why do I have to have polish? Because I'm, because I'm a woman. Yeah, a wonder double, if it, I just wanted it. You know, it's a double standard. It is, and he's, he's you, holding that, on to that. That could not be your answer. <laughs> no, it, it can. It can, though. Yeah, like, because I've, I've asked women the same question, and they've just been like, no. Like, I just can't. Yeah, I mean, but I've dated girls that had just, like, just plain nails. Like, you know, that wasn't really into that type of shit. But, mm-hmm. Or even just, like, not even that, them not being into it. It's just, like, it's These not are that my big nails. of a deal. Like, yeah. I, I didn't want to put anything on them today. Me, personally, look. Also, even with the long nail shit, like, that's not even an issue for me either. It's not even supposed to be an issue for me. It's not my nails. Like, whatever she want to do with her nails is what she want to mm-hmm. do. Me, personally, when it comes to just, I guess, if I'm doing anything with your fingers, it's just. Go ahead. Tuck your... <laughs> They're in the way. Live your truth. <laughs> Live your truth, Ken. I'm getting long nails today, babe. Hey. Nice. Yeah. No, like, if it's. <laughs> Holding hands and shit, like it's it's more convenient when your nails are shorter. Okay. Like and also just like I don't know, like nobody wants us to hear click 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 click. I don't know. I like every I like the I like the grippers. I like I like the grippers. I'm not gonna lie, you can the longs. Yeah, they don't gotta be like dummy long, like on right, not super long. But that's what I'm talking about. I'm talking about the dummy long ones. No, on some baps type shit. Like nah, you ain't gotta. No, always just like you know where it looks presentable. Yeah. Not super long, where you can't. But even... some people will argue that that still look presentable with the long, super long nails, like mm. the long, like Cardi B type nails. Some people say they. I mean, that's what it is. I I personally can't do shit with super long nails. Like I have trouble buttoning up and like just uh, doing like basic shit. So I always wonder how y'all niggas like type emails and shit like that. Oh, that shit's super. <laughs> ah. <laughs> See if you had long ass nails. <laughs> <laughs> I would have cut this you whole said, goddamn ah. corner. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but no, it's super fun to just like click, you know, on the keyboard. Uh, I, I used to work next to a girl who has super long nails. <laughs> Sorry if I'm sounding misogynistic again, but you shouldn't say female. Ooh. Like how turns the scene. Shout out to Jerns. But shout out to I'm one of those females who don't really care if you yeah. say female. It does not bother me. Like. Mm-hmm. He doesn't. He's not saying it in a condescending way. Right. Mm-hmm. He's just. That's another word for women or woman. Yeah, but they were saying that. What is it? You're not specific to the human word. of that woman, because female can be female what? Mm, got it. Oh, okay. That's why some people have an issue with being called a female. That's got to be just. I understand. But that. I'm like, I, yeah, but. but yeah. I personally, <laughs> as a woman, look. Wait, what would you gonna say, brother? What you gonna say? Get in your toxic bag. I was gonna say that shit. That shit can't apply to me. <laughs> 
Because I'm not like, what you mean? You call me a male squirrel? Like, you know, like <laughs> yeah. What are you talking about? Like, like I right. wasn't even thinking about that. But, yeah, but you know what? To each its own. But yeah. I'm just saying, like, when he says it or when you, like, call him out, I'm just like. Yeah, but, issue? but yeah, I know. Because it's just like. You got to try to walk that fine line today, mm-hmm. especially with like media and shit like that. Mm-hmm. You, you got a big audience or or a small audience, but I know our audience is primarily women. Yeah, right, right, some right. odd way because I feel like right. <laughs> super misogynistic on the podcast. I think sometimes. it's just because we we give that insight, like you get to right, hear, and they want to know what yeah. are these men really thinking, right? Yeah. And you guys are gonna let them know. But all in all, yeah, like niggas don't care if you call them a male because I think it's all it's all based on like context like you know what i mean mm-hmm. like you know what they you know what they their intentions is right. and what they're saying so like why even get offended like but if somebody wants to be referred as something let them be referred as mm-hmm. such yeah, you know yeah. What I mean? so no ag- yeah. agreed on there i feel like it's a lot worse things you can call me than a male so if, if, <laughs> right, <laughs> right. like i'd rather be called male than nigga because it just right. depends like the, the tone is used then like if i'm being a nigga i guess call me one but i usually try not to be so try not to call me one what would you like to be called, like, if you was a freak, Nick? <laughs> Wait. <laughs> you would have to have a special name. Like, shit. <laughs> they gotta call me Brother D. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Brother D. What they calling you, though? See, I just did two drops right now, and I didn't want to do the third one. Oh, yeah? Fuck it, we'll do it Go anyway. For it. Yeah. Freak man, freak man, yeah, that's me. I'm definitely freak man and freak Nick. Freak his shade. <laughs> yes, yeah, shades is never coming off, no matter yeah, if the clothes never, do. Yeah. If oh. The clothes will come off. The shades is not coming off. Wait, 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 wait run it back. The shades. The shades is never coming off, even if everything else does. So you keeping shades on, even if you down to your footy? Yeah, like three and on you. you <laughs> and knowing you, you probably ain't even got no. You barefoot at Freak Nick is gross. You know what kind of shit gonna be on the ground? All kind of. No, I have condoms socks on. and Hennessy. <laughs> condoms and Hennessy. That's all that's gonna be on the floor is condoms and Hennessy. I have socks on and my slides, my proverbial <laughs> proverbial slides, <laughs> my house shoes that y'all clown on. I feel like you're gonna be out there with the Birkenstocks on, no socks, mm. pinky toes out. I would, brother D. Yeah. <laughs> if Freak Nick was a thing today. Mm-hmm. What do you think it would look like today? Mm-hmm. But first off, let me ask you, or for the audience too, mm-hmm. Freak Nick was was it like a a few days or yeah, like, like a, a weekend whole week? type thing. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think it was type of event, festivalish, you know, type thing. It was hip hop Miami motherfuckers went out there to essentially <laughs> get they fucking freak on. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? With some good music, it's a good drink, that's a good poem. It was out there in abundance. Yes. So, you, mm. if you if, if Freak Nick was a thing today, what do you think it would look like? Freak Nick today would have to be nuts because we got social media and everything. So, you'd have to, from what I understand, like, niggas was on their worst behavior during Freak Nick. Like, the videos I've seen, like, I've seen somebody auntie twerking at the back of a U-Haul. <laughs> Like on whatever freeway hey, that is, hard. I always like, want to throw. Actually, like that was one of my goals. I want to throw like a U-Haul party. Like, yeah. Like <laughs> somehow, like get lights and stuff in the back of it, close the thing, and just drive around the city and, and just, just have yeah, a whole party in the back of the U-Haul. Fucking it up. That shit would be hard. That what? shit would be. Nuts. There's a party bus in the U-Haul. Yeah. Whatever. They got they got party <laughs> buses now, so you don't have to. <laughs> 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 it's safer. 
Right. It ain't no Nigga seats. Nigga gonna be slipping over. Right. Hell yeah. <laughs> the Nigga hatch said, pop up. Why you want to just get a party bus? You don't have to do this, Mike. He said it would be like a party bus. Yeah, they got party buses. But I feel like it's just... just and it would just, be hot as fuck in there. It would just be random. Yeah. It would be yeah. random. You just put up on the homies on the block. And then you just lift up the U-Haul back, and there's like a bunch of motherfuckers back there. Do you think that niggas would crazy. actually get in? Hell yeah. I would what? get in. <laughs> <laughs> I'm niggas. <laughs> I am niggas. Nigga. Okay, I'm jumping right in. Yeah, I'm man. definitely hopping in there. Look, pass yeah. the law, baby, right to their mama. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The U-Haul here. Yeah, come on, Yo. man. We just moving. Like, <laughs> We're doing the pot on the U-Haul. Oh, uh, yeah. We got to throw some chairs in the back of that shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? The Fucking couch. Hell yeah. Rolling and scraping the ground and shit. I actually disagree uh, with you, though, Brother D. I don't, talk about it. I think I think pre, pre-pandemic, this shit would not fucking be what it would be. Okay. Like how it was back in the day. Okay. Like, I just think it's too many different type of regulations and shit that people try to move like especially with the whole cancer culture shit mm-hmm. not saying that i'm a condoning anything that the rumors and shit that, that shit that used to happen at freak nick yeah, yeah but i'm just saying like in regards to how niggas move like yeah i just think niggas would be just a lot more careful and it wouldn't be as free to just fucking just and social media does ruin a lot of shit when it comes to everything being on the fucking web like, think about it. Like, when motherfuckers didn't have social media and they didn't have cell phones, motherfuckers was out there just doing what the fuck. Cause they Wild knew nobody yeah, would yeah. know. You True. know what I mean? But now, post-pandemic, now to the world. Let freak, let freak Nick having this fucking summer. Fuck. People are outside wild. And I love <laughs> so it. Right. I love, to I love it, it, too. But I don't even think the phones would be out like that. Because niggas ain't been outside. No, niggas, niggas stay with their phones. Niggas stay with their phones still. Yeah. Think people be like, right right people like, are literally recording everything that they're everything doing they right do. now. Because they feel like they would have to document that shit. Right. That's the problem. And because yeah. we haven't been documenting so much like mm-hmm. during the pandemic, so it's like we outside, outside. Mm-hmm. It might be kind of watered down. Because if I go to Freak Nick and motherfuckers is out there doing a TikTok dance, mm-hmm. oh, y'all got to get oh, the fuck out. right. That's what I'm yeah. saying. It's big bag jumping out the... Mm-mm. But some TikToks be fire, like the one that we were... <laughs> y'all did Y'all did one? No. No, I did a duet. Have you I, heard... I never did a TikTok. Have Have you heard that song, um, Dick? No. <laughs> no, I don't think I've heard that song. <laughs> to sit on the cock i felt like if i was a superhero i would definitely be freak man and i just feel like i'm transforming right now hey 
Shorty said she like, like, ready, cause she freaky. Me some plans with my dick. She go with him on my dick. Right. Sitting on yeah. my dick. <laughs> Yo, the ad lib. Do it. If this gets played at Freaknik, let me tell you right now. I'm already going out there with the hoochie shorts. She kind of got to. You think they'll play this at homecoming? Nah. Nothing. It's <laughs> nah. literally called just dick. <laughs> no. Yeah, that sounds like a movie title. <laughs> no, it doesn't. <laughs> what are the Pornhub? That's some shit you have hanging. He's still mad that I got a Pornhub login. I'm not mad at it because at least it keeps record, you know, of like. Your shit, your playlist. Maybe she is influencing me, dog. She's definitely. <laughs> no. You gotta, I don't have a you gotta login. Log, I was going to say, you got to log in? <laughs> no, I don't. So you joint, have a login. Y'all got a joint account? I'm just an open minded person. <laughs> that is fucking hilarious. Very open minded, and I don't think it's a bad idea. Man, bring back Freak Nick, man. Let's get back to the fun. Put your fucking phones away, you fucking. Right. Just enjoy just put life. Put your phones away with that, but that's the thing about social media now. People don't know how to just. Look be, at shit and just be like, mm-hmm. and just remember it just through memory. Right. right? I feel like they have to document just every tell, goddamn thing. Just tell the story. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I was out there. And it's always better when you tell the story. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. you get to put extras on it. You can definitely do it. <laughs> <laughs> and it's got to be one of them things like, man, shit, I wish you was there. If only you was there, you would have saw. Now it's right. like, oh, look at my phone. They feel like they were there mm-hmm. when they see it on your story. So, Brother D, there was this tweet that I read. Um, this lady said, and this is going to be a controversial topic. Mm. Well, not really, but it could be. That's so, right. this young lady said on Twitter, she said, the day the day my husband asked me to pay half the rent is the day I'm packing my bags. Yikes. And I just, you know, I just kind of want to know your perspective on this. What do you think? And what do you think? Actually, what is just what is your stance? What's your initial stance on that? Um, I think damn, fuck around, get us canceled with it. An hour in, I feel like that might be part of the reason why she's not married. It might be. (laughs) (laughs) And I agree. I agree and I disagree because I don't know. I just feel like that's a that's a really broad. I think the word broad is a really broad statement to make without really knowing like your husband's situation. Like I mean, maybe he just a. She should know her husband's situation. He's her husband, right? Right. Like <laughs> they in the same situation, right? The day my husband asked me to pay half the rent is the day I leave him. Basically, yeah. He's. Asking you to help pay the rent. So some of the dudes' arguments in the comments was, "So you rather pay full rent by yourself <laughs> rather than pay half with somebody that you supposedly love." Right. So this is the argument that I've seen, All right, and I'll let you chime in too, bit because that's why we need the woman's perspective on yes. this. So I think that because there was a lot of women that was agreeing with what she was saying so i thought that was interesting Mm. so it's never to say that what she's saying is wrong she can have she can have the standards of what the fuck she want to have when it comes to how her marriage want to be if she don't want to pay rent if she finds a husband that don't 
you want her to pay rent, then that's cool. That works for them. But I say it like this. I think that the general consensus of, of ah, I ain't gonna say general. I'm gonna stop generalizing people. But there are a lot of women who automatically assume that they are going to be doing a lot more than the man in the relationship. So the man has to compensate that by paying more of the bill aspect. Okay. So they think that I'm going to be cooking, I'm going to be cleaning, I'm going to be doing all this stuff, taking care of the baby. The least this nigga can do is make sure the bills are taken care of. Okay. And so when I say, okay, cool, if that's the type of man that you have. Right. Me personally, Mm. I'm not a type of dude who refuses. I do my own laundry. I do my own dishes. Okay. (laughs) I live alone, so. But But I'm saying more so, like, I don't have no problem with doing dishes. I have no problem doing laundry and even with me and Camille, like we're in a relationship right now. She don't mm-hmm. have any kids. I have two kids. Mm-hmm. I'm familiar with having children. Mm-hmm. So if that day was to ever happen, if we was to ever have a child, mm-hmm. I will be more familiar with having a baby, which means I'm more experienced in that. So our situation will be a lot different. Okay. So with that being said, if I'm also carrying the load in those things that a lot of women think that are the women normally dominate. Mm-hmm. Do I still have to pay all the rent? I mean, I would, I would think no. But let's ask, let's ask Camille. Oh yeah. yeah. So I agree with you. Like I think that by women assuming, and women have said that this, like on Twitter and in person, that like I'm gonna be having your, I'm carrying your baby, I'm having your baby, mm-hmm. I'm cleaning the house, I'm doing the dishes, I'm cooking for you, I'm making sure everything's good, and it's like. Who said you have to do all that? Like, right, right. Um, and I, I get it. Like, that's how it used to be. But, like, I grew up in a household where, like, my my dad cooks the most. You know, my mom does do a lot um, just, you know, because she's a woman and she feels the need to do so. But you're putting that pressure on yourself, you know, and mm-hmm. it's like you just have to see what works for your relationship. And it's like, it's it's not really a general thing. It's more so like what works for you guys. Like mm-hmm. if you guys agree that, okay, if the woman makes more money and she's more of a like independent, she likes to be out and she likes to work, then she could pay the full rent. And if the guy wants to be a stay at home dad, like that's cool, mm-hmm. you know, it doesn't have to be, specific to gender roles but and if it's vice versa like if the man wants to pay full rent i as a woman though i Mm. will say if a man does pay full rent that does kind of do something to you you're just kind of like i ain't got to really worry about that and you just pay like the small bills Mm. like that is something that just it it, it takes a lot off of your your shoulders right Mm. and um i think that because women naturally we think about everything like we think about ourselves and we think about you like mm-hmm. i got you a planner because i was like you need to write shit down because mm-hmm. you know you got this going on that going on and you just need to like keep track of all of it so like even though we're keeping track of like what we have to do in our lives like on the daily we're also mm-hmm. thinking just naturally about what the people we love have to do on the daily and so i think mm-hmm. that's when, when it comes down to like we're automatically doing more work you know what i mean because men are most of the time most of the time men are kind of one track minded like right uh, yeah 
And like not, you yeah. guys focus either like if you guys are workers, you guys focus on that. Like when it comes to and we watched a video about like dads knowing their kids birthdays or oh, their shit. kids doctor <laughs> names mm. or like dads don't mm. know that shit. And my dad is a great fucking dad. But like mm. there's some shit. This man is like, I'm making sure you guys are fed, have a roof over your head and you guys are surviving. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I'm your protector. So all that other bullshit, like, sorry, mm-hmm. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. you know, he's just not really worried about that. And that's okay. You just have to know. And there's some men that they are more into that. It just mm-hmm. depends on who you're with and you have to know who you're with and who you're dealing with. Right. So it's all subjective. It, it is. It is. All of it all is like, that's why I like, in a way, I don't believe in generals, but I do believe in roles. Mm hmm. I, I believe in like, okay, this person is going to be responsible for this. I'm going to be responsible for that because we know that if we can play our parts in this whole situation. It's going to be a well-oiled machine. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Obviously it will be some things where you switch roles. Mm-hmm. Some things like cooking, maybe, maybe, maybe depending on <laughs> if the person no fact. is like, like either they really like to cook or mm-hmm. either they just really a better cook and they're like right. this person just sucks at cooking I'm like you're not cooking so like, no. my like growing up my yeah. mom cooked like all growing up and then she actually um took on a job where she had to travel when i was like in high school and so my dad started like cooking more and he my mom doesn't like cooking she's a good cook but she doesn't like cooking Mm -hmm. and my dad actually is like passionate about cooking so this man literally like he still cooks like for everyone Mm -hmm. like most of the week and um yeah it just i don't know it just depends on like what you like to do what do you think about a man saying if i'm paying all of the bills right when i come home i ain't doing shit Mm. I agree with that. <laughs> I do. Like, if you're paying all the bills and mm-hmm. you, if you come home, you don't want to have to do a dish. You don't want to have to cook. You don't want to have to clean. Facts. <laughs> if I was paying all the bills, I'm coming in with like, I ain't doing shit either. Same thing. But it's not yeah. gender. For me, it's, it's not, not gender. gender it's respect yeah. and it's common fucking sense. Like, yeah. I can have that energy too. But like, it's not you're a man. So you have that energy. Like, and I even told you, like, mm-hmm. as you asked me if I would ever be OK with being like a housewife. And I was mm-hmm. like, for me, mm-hmm. I would have to have like some kind of side business because I just can't not have my own money like i can't just depend on someone to just hand me all of my funds like no i have to allowance no i need (laughs) i need something of my own like if i need to start like a little side business like i'm doing makeup or hair like they're coming through i need to do something Mm -hmm. but like i can't just sit there like a sitting duck like can i have you know money to go out no (laughs) what about you brother i mean i i feel like uh I think you were kind of saying it's kind of like all oh, like case by case. Mm-hmm. Um, um, and your lady mentioned like if if she's making more money than than I am, uh, we could say fifty fifty. You know, in terms of like I pay half the rent, she pays half the rent. Or I guess if I'm making more rent, I could say that. But I I feel like you kind of got to do what works what works best. Mm-hmm. Maybe maybe I don't have the money to cover the rent, but I'm covering the utilities. Mm-hmm. You know, and I'm cooking. You know, right, or right, something right. like that. So I think it's just, it's a matter of what you're contributing. Like people want, and I was just talking to somebody about this the other day. People want relationships to be 50-50. Mm-hmm. And I'm not for 50-50, honestly. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm for you giving 
whatever your best is. Like on a great day, because it's hard to judge fifty fifty. Mm-hmm. You can't be fifty fifty every day. It's subjective. Some it days re- you're gonna really be eighty twenty. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah. I mean, you guys could. I mean, I know it's out of a hundred, but you could you could be giving your hundred and she gives her hundred. Mm-hmm. But sometimes your best day might be giving twenty percent, and that's the best you. You got a lot of shit going on, so. Doing some of the extra stuff you might not do, or some of the things you might normally do, you not. But it's the best you can do. You're not trying to skate. It's just all I got for you is twenty, but that's the whole twenty I got. And you sometimes you got to carry the relationship on your back. The best, the best, uh, the best analogy or comparison is normally sports. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like especially basketball. Like you got a team, you know everybody's strengths and weaknesses. Mm-hmm. But some days, that person just may not be doing their best they might actually just be having a bad game right and you're gonna have to put more on your shoulder that day right and it might be the same for you the next day so you know i think that it's just more of a sit down of okay how like lay out a whole plan of how are we going to actually do this what are you going to be responsible for what am i going to be responsible for and then also if need be what are we going to switch off on right you know what I mean? Like it's really just you got to treat your relationships like a partnership. Yeah. In in all aspects, you can't just be like, "Well, you're the man, so you're supposed to do this." No. Right. Like right. I don't believe in that. Like I said, like I've 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 lived in both roles. I lived in a role where I was a stay at home dad, mm-hmm. and a woman was out there getting the money and paying most of the bills. But I knew in that role, I had to make sure the kids were bathed, make sure the kids were fed, and I had to make sure the dishes and all that shit was clean. Right. That's what I had to do. So. When, even on the flip side, when I was the one that was going to work, like it was the same thing. I'll come home and then everything was clean. Everything like you just yeah. gotta you gotta know what weight you're pulling in the relationship. And I think that just comes from that communication because it's like okay, if I'm paying, say I'm paying, you know, the rent or mortgage, and I'm paying, you know, for like the, most of the bills. I feel like if we go out, it shouldn't be nuts when the bill comes and I lean back. Mm-hmm. You know, because I've I've covered. Mm-hmm. All this stuff, and you may not mm-hmm. want to pay, but if you're not paying the bills mm-hmm. and you're not paying the mortgage, yeah, the question could be, what the fuck you paying for? Like you yeah. stacking mm-hmm. your money up for a rainy day? Like I'm out here, and I'm saying my pockets is empty, mm-hmm. but I just paid the mortgage by the tenth, fifteenth, depending on who you with. Mm-hmm. I just paid this bill and that bill. Um, we're in my car. I've gassed up my car. So when we get there, you know, do that. Or I feel like, and it doesn't mean because I'm paying all the bills. I mean, you got, when I come home, you got to bust it open. Unless that's that, that's the agreement that we have. But I feel like it's got to be, it's got to be communicated and understood. And yeah. on the event, when we're not able to, we should be partners enough to where it's like, hey, look. I always been kind of slide at work or I've been really trying to save up for this trip or maybe because I'm paying all these bills when it comes to the extra stuff. Mm-hmm. That's what my lady's in charge of. She's she's right. planning the date night. She's planning. The, and I might sprinkle in some plans on my own. But yeah, everybody's got their own their yeah. own type yeah. of role. Yeah. And that's what I'm saying. Like, even what she just said about like some shit is just common sense, but common sense ain't common. Facts. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like you got to be able to observe your partner and know when they're having a bad day or know when. This and that is going on with them, so you know where to jump in and help them out where need be. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, and I have the question of nigga, if you're willing to go fifty fifty with a roommate, why not go fifty fifty with your partner? Yeah, oh, <laughs> like come on, like that that don't make sense to me. But I know what she was saying as far as like it just does something to you when the man be like, baby, I got it. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I'm it. just being honest about that, yeah, yeah, yeah. but not saying that like if you don't then like i'm leaving because i feel like with you making that statement or with her making that statement it's more so like 
you're taking away from the whole partnership, you mm-hmm. know, like that's what it is. It's not a man literally pleasing you the whole marriage. Like mm-hmm. it's about a partnership and you guys, you know, like and making each other happy and building like a legacy or whatever you want to do. But um, I think a lot of, yeah, a lot of yeah, busting yeah, ass together crazy, yeah. and, and getting to the goal together, man. Mm-hmm. Like two people, too many people are, they feel entitled because of who society makes them think they are. Mm. You know what I mean? It's like, you're not, <laughs> oh, we're shit. not about to go into this. <laughs> you are not it. who you think you really are. <laughs> get to it. You got your lady here. Get to it. <laughs> <laughs> But anyways, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I just feel like, like my question would to that tweet would be, why? Like the day my right. husband says that, went, it's your husband. Like why? Like <laughs> it's like it's your husband, but and you don't know why. Maybe he always pays the rent, but on this month he needs you to help him pay. But there's there's got to be a reason why. It's not like he woke up one day and was like, I can't do it. So maybe. I feel like the question would be, okay, so what's going on? Like, has something happened at your job? Are you thinking about maybe trying to plan something for us? Are we saving? Right. Like some, right? Yeah, I, can, I can tell when he's getting his counselor back. You, you see me counting on my fingers. Yeah. <laughs> These are the steps. These are the steps. Because it's kind of like you should know your you know your partner. Just like if she normally is paying whatever bill or when mm-hmm. y'all go out, she normally does this. If she doesn't do it, the question is, mm-hmm. and not why, like you owe me a reason, but like what's going on? Because we mm-hmm. partners. And I don't want to ever have my partner set back because that's the expectation that society has for us. Fuck that. We trying to make it. But I mean, we also have to look at people get married for different reasons and people also get married knowing what they're getting into. So some women do go into it and men go into it Mm -hmm. only for money. Let's be honest. So like if you're Mm -hmm. not going in for that partnership, then yeah, if you stop, you know, paying the full rent, I'm out (laughs) like. You right. know what you signed up for, but if you're going into it, you're in love and you're looking to like, you know, and make this work with that person, then yeah, but um What's the percentage of people you think are actually getting married now? So to, to actually be in a partnership. <laughs> oh. Now it's scary, man. <laughs> <laughs> like I I was I asked this question to my homeboy the other day. I was like, how many cuz you just notice it, like how many people do you how many couples do you think actually really talk to each other? Like, really talk to each other. So when you say really, what do you mean? I mean, like, they have... In-depth conversations. In-depth conversations. Okay. Just about things that may make the other person angry mm. or make them make them feel some type of way, but they they get to the root of who the other person is. And then also just even, like, just the simple planning of shit, like, together of this is how this is going to go, this is how it's going to go, this is how it's going to go, rather than just this is what I expected you to do because we're in a relationship and you mm. should know better. Mm-hmm. I, If I had to guess, I would say less than 40% for sure. Mm-hmm. So maybe like 3 out of 10, mm-hmm. max 4 out of 10. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the conversations are uncomfortable, and we argue about stuff that's uncomfortable all the time, but we don't want to – Okay. We argue about things that are uncomfortable all the time, but we don't want to have the uncomfortable conversations, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. No, so I that think, makes perfect sense. I think that's how that goes. Like, you'll argue about the dumb shit. Like, you liked her picture on Instagram, or this nigga was in your DM, but I don't know if you filed your taxes. <laughs> <laughs> right? Like, like I don't know. <laughs> 
We don't want to talk about it. I don't know when the last time you got right. tested was. And right. I get it. Mm-hmm. It's just you and I, so it shouldn't be a concern. But you should be able to talk. I don't know what allergies you have. Like, mm-hmm. we should be able to have those kind of conversations. I don't know your birthday. Don't. Right. Oh, right. shit. What's your middle right. name? Like, <laughs> so I think, which is nuts. But I don't know. I think that's, I think that's how that happens. Like, we don't want to have those conversations and that's one side of the coin. The other side would be that we don't know how to have the conversation. Mm-hmm. I never, if you never saw mom and dad, auntie and uncle, grandma, and grandpa, shit, even if it was auntie with the nigga that come around every now and then, you never saw how those conversations are meant to be had. Mm-hmm. You know, and when you hear about dad, dad is normally talked down about. You know, or mom is or talked down about. Yeah, I mean, you know, let's keep it. Yeah. You know, let's keep it level. And so, I think a lot of it can kind of just stem from just the ignorance. And I mean that only to say just not knowing. Mm-hmm. And you might not want to, you might not want to know, or the people that you're asking probably have just as much experience as you, or they can tell you all the stuff that you're not supposed to do. Mm-hmm. Or a nigga's, your husband or your boyfriend should not do. Or, your, you know, your boyfriend or your, or whatever the equivalent be, your girlfriend or your wife should not do. But they don't, can't tell you what you should yeah. be telling people. It's kind of like even with, I, I get it like in the counseling field Like you can tell people what not to do mm-hmm. And then expect them to know what to do Or you can tell them what to do And then you should expect them not to know what not to do mm-hmm. But usually it's either one or the other I just need more people to I mean obviously nigga do what you want When it comes to whatever marriage you get into But just just man just understand that you're gonna reap reap the whatever you fucking put in you know what mm-hmm. i mean so it's also like you might go into a marriage and and expect the husband to pay for all the bills that might be the case in the beginning but what happens when he falls on his ass cool. and now you got to go 50 50 so when i ask that question about like why is this so quick for motherfuckers to pack their bags when it comes to what may seemingly be a hardship for that man mm. like what like what are we talking about now you know what i mean so what are we getting married for mm-hmm. right you know what I mean? So people don't want to go through them hardships, and then maybe again, it's either not wanting to or not knowing how to. Like I don't want to go through bullshit with my partner. At the same time, yeah. if we go through bullshit, I don't know how to get through it. Mm-hmm. Well, I think the media has taught us like how to not really go through it, and if you didn't have that example at home, then you don't even know how. Mm-hmm. You know, like. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think it is kind of strange that I've dated nothing but women that have been like, their parents have been married for like at least 30 years. You said you think, think that's strange? strange? I think it's strange. I okay. think I don't think it's strange. And we've talked about it. <laughs> that's what I heard too. Like, like okay. I don't think it's strange. Everybody. I think that you I think it's clear that you're you're looking for stability mm-hmm. in in a, you know, in that person and But it's before I even like really even like found out that niggas parents are like married that long it just happens to be the case and same same for me like i am the opposite (laughs) like i never date people that have two parents in their homes Mm -hmm. so it's like i come from such a like structured place where i think we're just seeking like different things like the opposite Mm -hmm. like i always seek like you know a little bit of like what yeah like why like or or like a different perspective Mm. um yeah, but to each its own. And now you know, because it's Mike Super Short Show. Oh, wait. <laughs> where the fuck is <laughs> We got one last topic, man. Let's get to it. One last topic, man. That was a good topic. Yeah. I like mm-hmm. that topic. We should, do, we should do more of that. <laughs> Germs, you're never coming on this fucking podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I 
love you, Jerms, man. That was a great episode. We actually got a lot of good. Uh, we actually got a lot of good reviews on that episode. Yeah. But we actually got a lot of good reviews on that episode uh, last week. <laughs> I didn't expect it because it was all over the place. It was but, definitely mayhem. But it was it was a lot of fun, man. But um, this last question I'm going to ask, what to do with a lover or an ex that's either suicidal or dealing with, like, extreme mental health issues? Mm. You know, and while we, you know, are still in Mental Health Awareness Month, uh, how do you protect yourself in that situation when you're dealing with somebody else that's like how would you deal with it mm. when I ask that question I say it like this there comes a point in time when you know obviously you love somebody like we we, we kind of made that joke before about like when they be like I'm gonna do it I'm gonna do it yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean at what point does it come to cause I know some people will stick around because they don't want to have that that guilt uh for the rest of their life that somebody did something to themselves and it wasn't there to be there for them. Right. Um and I guess I just like how do you play that play that role, you know, of making sure somebody's straight? Um I think you have to you have to be you have to be honest with yourself. Mm-hmm. Um and honest with yourself, honest with your partner, if it's too much, I think we we fall into the traps of not wanting to give up on people. You know, somebody might tell you, man, everybody gave up on me. My mama gave up on me. Man, my mm. granddaddy wasn't the, never there. And that may be the case. But if you're not strong enough to be there for the person, I feel like, you know, you have to end up being first real with yourself and real with your partner. If it's something that you can be there for, well, I think be there – but be there to support them, not not just be there as a potential crutch, mm-hmm. you know, for them. But we got to be able to call it what it is. Like, if you are bipolar and you feel like somebody's bipolar and you feel like they need help, mm-hmm. we got to stop self-medicating. Mm-hmm. We self-medicate with everything from yeah. from getting yeeks off to oh. it could be random extracurriculars. It could be alcohol, drugs. And I, I remember somebody, I was just having a conversation the other day. Somebody was talking about they didn't want to take medicine because they thought that people might think they're crazy. Mm-hmm. And my thought is, how crazy is it to know you need to take medicine and don't take your medicine? Mm-hmm. You know, like if you got an issue going on, like address it. We've got to we got to be able to come become more vocal about things. You know, if you're battling with depression. You know, and I I know it wasn't a segue for you, but I'm just thinking about like the series you've been doing. Like this week, Mm -hmm. it was on, I believe, exploration, Mm -hmm. and the importance of you just have to be real with what's what's going on with you. Mm -hmm. Um, And unfortunately, so many times in our communities, and I'm speaking specifically for you know communities of people of color, specifically uh, your your brown and black people, we don't really want to address it. We just Mm -hmm. act like that's normal. We accredit it to the trauma. We accredit it to you know where we're being but don't really address the fact that this stuff isn't normal and it's not okay and it's got to be dealt with so i think as i'm jumping all the way around you good if your partner has things going on and you feel like you can be there for them you have to be honest with yourself um you got to make sure that your vessel is straight because you can't pour into someone else or someone can't pour into you if you're full right you know um and then i think also like i said we have to just 
you know, tell people things that maybe they don't want to hear but need to hear. If this is somebody that you really want to be with, because the mm-hmm. longer you're with them and you don't address the issue, it's still gonna be there, and now mm-hmm. it becomes your issue. And right. you look up two or three years down the line, like, damn, there's been a problem I've never said on. So we just gotta speak on yes. these things. What you think, though? Um, well, I've been a person who has obviously like I've, I've dealt with like you know certain things. I I was suicidal, just you know. It, it it comes and goes, but I, I I really don't even like to play with that title, mm-hmm. because you know there are some people who literally like just can't even like leave out the fucking house. I mean, there's different extremes of that that thought process. Right. Um, uh, but what I try not to do, even though I know I've done it before, is place my my trauma on other people, especially the people. I mean, you, the people who are closest to you are going to feel you the most. They're going to feel every part of you. Your bad days, your good days. They're gonna feel all of that. Um, but as a person who like who felt very alone, you do look to your loved ones to, I guess, make you feel better. But in the same process, what I've learned to do is to try to detach myself from making them feel like they have to help me. Okay. You know what I mean? Because what happens is you're now you're fucking with their mental health. You know what I mean? And mm. some people are not able to, to separate it um, or able to look outside of that where it's like, you know, if you break up with somebody and now they're saying that they're suicidal or that they're going to do this, they're going to do that. Like, of course, you don't want nothing to happen to that person. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, you have to protect your peace. You have to, you, you got to make sure you do everything in your power to get them the help that they need on an external level. And uh, if at the end of the day, like you said, like you can you can give all the resources to a person, mm-hmm. but if they don't do nothing with it, it's really not it's not your problem anymore. Right. You know what I mean? It's not. It's nothing you can do. I put a few locks on my door as like a few bolts on it, man. You know, a little latches. And somehow, some way, you still find a way to just kick this motherfucker down, man. What's up with you, Neilio? Hey. hey, my nigga, listen. I bought my battering ram this time, cuz. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And just in case that didn't work, nigga, I was coming through the motherfucking window. What it do, though? What in the bruh, man? Neilio, the fucking. Julio, nigga. Yeah. I'm off of Julio today, though, but you know how I get down when I come around, my nigga. It's going to be a showdown. Lowdown, nigga. It was so fucking funny. We were sitting there having the most Dr. Phil conversation. <laughs> oh, shit. And this nigga just kicked the fucking Just door. kicked this motherfucker in. I hear what y'all niggas talking about, but let me kick this door in. <laughs> Yeah, Lord, yeah, yeah. Give fuck me all for my sins. Nigga said, "Fuck all yeah. that." <laughs> fuck all that, nigga. What the big booty hoes? That hey, by the way, shout out to the hosties cakes and the pound cake. The hosties cakes. This, this, it, 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 I heard it was getting a little ten, too sentimental in this bitch, <laughs> nigga. Nah, nah. Okay, I had my nigga had the homie baboon from the east side bring the brattering ram. I was like, nah, nigga, fuck the kick. Hit this bitch open, nigga. This nigga's name is baboon, nigga. <laughs> Yeah, boom. Yeah. So I'm gonna shout this out nigga, right now while we got you on the line. Nelio the Fulio is officially on the gram. Okay. Yes, yes, I am. Drop a nuke for you, nigga, two times. Yeah, yeah, because the big homie kept 
He kept telling me about this. He's like, you, you, you should get an IG, little homie. I'm just saying. He never explained that the bitches were asking for it. He never <laughs> Look, Once he said bitches, I made it. I, I like, what, never, I never said bitches. Let's let's, let's be. He clear. said, hey, he called y'all bitches. He said, hey, yeah, yeah the bitches. <laughs> The bitches was looking for you. I was like, oh, on IG? Hold up. Let me make that real I quick. I never yeah. mentioned it, any Insta thoughts. Hey, Neelio. Hey, Neelio, tell the people no. what your Instagram Yo. is. Yeah. Oh, uh, Neelio the Fuliano, my nigga. Oh, <laughs> you feel me? Neelio underscore that? the Fuliano. Okay. Oh, nigga. It's N-E-A-L. Oh, run the I, back. Run the maybe, back. Run the oh, back. Oh. I'm, I'm on your page. I'm on your page. It's N-E-L-I-O. <laughs> he, oh, he said he off the hooli. He off the hooli. He off the hooli. I don't right. know. So yeah, yeah, N E. So your brother, did you read it off? I got you. Okay, so ladies and gentlemen, N E L I O underscore T H A underscore F O O L I A N O Nelio the Fuliano. Get my niggas followers up to at least five hundred, please. Peace. My nigga, hey, I apologize because I'm a little bit activated and intoxicated. Intoxicated. <laughs> Wait, what? Intoxicated. It's like intoxicated, but drunker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but drunker. It's like the same, but not the same. You feel That's me? Wild. It's like oranges and apples, but it's more apples than oranges. You feel me? You you sick? Because I'm looking on your page right now, and your last picture was a plate of shrimp. <laughs> oh, <laughs> nigga. Hey, nigga. What that in was, the? Hey, nigga. That was. <laughs> nigga, that was that was the recipe, nigga. That's Neelio's recipe. Hey, when y'all go over there, just look at the plate, nigga. Your boy do cook bitches. Oh, you made that <laughs> I plate. <do. laughs> I thought this nigga uh, was in a restaurant or something. No, these shits look homemade. Oh, look at this. Look at the spinach mm. greens. Mm. Look at the nigga, look, look at the shredded the cheese. On there, you got nigga, chicken and shrimp. I see what he's trying to do. He trying to nah, look, nigga. he trying to lure on the man, man. Hey, yeah, look I what I can do. Yeah, look what I can. I'm you multi, feel I'm me? Look, look, look what I got. <laughs> you said I cook shrimp, man. I put my tongue in the butt. What? Hey, God, chill. As long as <laughs> as long as she clean it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, don't, sometimes you gotta eat the cat from the back and the side. Sometimes the front ain't enough. Eat the cat from the side. I, from the side, lip to lip. You ain't trying it. See what you gotta do is. <laughs> you know, so what you gotta do is you gotta, you gotta lay on the side at specifically a ninety degree angle. Then she take that top leg that's on the bottom leg and she lift that leg up and you eat that from the side right there. It's the descriptions for me. Somebody yeah, laying on their okay. side like like this, <laughs> like this, yeah, like this. Like this how Nelia would do it. Uh, look, I got a, I got a, I got a whole sketch of what it's supposed to look like. So if she fucking it up, I'll be like, no, like this. Nelia, I got I'm a clipboard not... and everything. No, 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 not like that. Hey, Nelia like definitely this. is the nigga that have a girl sprawl on the bed and got a little paint, a little fucking canvas, and just some kind of yeah. painter and shit like that. Uh, Sick yeah. fuck. Hey, nigga, with the little French fedora, nigga. How they yeah, be painting with a little French shit on their head, nigga. With a little scarf, with the, <laughs> with the Don Julio <laughs> right next to the the red color. <laughs> wait, wait. Nigga. wait, you right talking about there, a you talking about a Tam, a Tam with a little point on the top on some on some Welcome to Europe type shit. Oh hell no, nigga. And I got the black and white <laughs> the black and white striped shirt on, nigga, buttoned up to the neck. Nigga. What kind of mime? <laughs> <laughs> what in the I don't talk? Nigga. Nigga. 
Oh, nigga, no, nah, no. Nah. I'm going to be silent, but after that picture, it's going to get loud. And I'm not going to be the one making the noise. Yeah, she is. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you... make her squeal like a seal. Mm -hmm. <laughs> squeal like a seal. <laughs> you... make, make her yelp like a giraffe, my nigga. And I don't even think Giraffes, giraffes yep. make noise, uh, but she's yeah. going to find out. What yeah. are the long neck? Oh, my God. Uh, she's going to give me a nice gazelle screech, my nigga. Gazelle? And I don't even know if they do that. Neilio, you're in Florida, right? Uh yeah, currently my nigga. Do you ever? Do you remember Freaknik? Like hearing about Freaknik? Oh, uh, that shit happened a couple of weeks ago here. Wait, oh, did wait, it? I... <laughs> wait, so it's back? Nah, it was. Uh, it had. Yeah, it's back. It's oh. back. I didn't. I was at work when I heard about it, but a couple of like the homegirls. Uh, you feel me? It was like, yo, you going to Freaknik? I was like, the fuck? I was like, bitch, it ain't two thousand one. Like, you talking about Freaknik? And this is all what so you said like, at no. work? <laughs> yes. Yes, I do. Yes, I do, Kev. For some reason, my nigga, though, my whole life, I've been able to get away with shit like that. Cause I think just people just accept that's just who I am, my nigga. Yeah. Raw, uncut, and I say what I want, cuz. And then I look at you like you owe me money. It works. <laughs> it works, nigga. Like, I don't even know, cuz. Like, I done got away with some shit I'm not even supposed to get away with. It was like, you know what? You my nigga, so. You feel me? Oh, like, I was like, oh, God. bet. Nigga, cuz I think I wish I, I could have been with you at work when you when she asked you that and you said what the fuck, bitch. Wasn't <laughs> like, <laughs> the sugar free? Uh, <laughs> my nigga, hey, the the hospital's a cold game. Everybody be fight, uh, cussing and fussing and fucking, my nigga. Oh. <clears throat> That's all it is, cuz. Like the Manfield is dirty. What kind of burp was that, Mo? You got you got. Oh, excuse me, my nigga. That was a uh, that was a, a what is the Barney burp out this motherfucker. <laughs> My bad, yeah. Holy shit. <laughs> Hey, I did though. Wait, oh, hey, wait, that man. Oh, wait. Yeah. Delio, wait. Alright, this is the perfect opportunity for you. Oh shit. Perfect um, opportunity. This better not be no threesome shit. No. This better not be no damn threesome. <laughs> Actually, question. but it could be. No, <laughs> I was gonna say it could be whatever you want it to be, but I can't say that. Pause. Yeah. Check this out. So my okay. girl my girl is actually on the pod right now. She's sitting right next to me with headphones and a microphone. Oh shit. If you can ask her any question, what would you ask her right now in regards oh, to the shit that I've been saying the last few weeks? Is this nigga serious? <laughs> <laughs> He's dead ass. For oh shit, she said dead ass. She's from New York, cuz because no, that no. came out real authentic. <laughs> <laughs> that shit came out real authentic, my no, nigga. No, no. Yeah, cause your boy, look, listen, your boy is a freak level five. But if that, like, if if you said he dead ass, then you gotta be a freak level four. <laughs> because you let this nigga do that, and you listen to the pie, and you be like, yeah, mm, that's my baby. See, that's what it is. Mm -hmm. you think you that's split. exactly what she said too. Right. See? That's yeah. exactly. She's like, yeah, nigga. Shit, like this nigga Mike didn't say it too much, guys. Like the nigga to get out of hand too many times with his threesome stuff. He talking about eating smucker jellies off bitches' toes and everything. Did he? That's something you would say. That's something you would say, nigga. I'm not licking no smucker. You're not. Man. Wait, you're not into like food and stuff. No. no. Unless it's like whipped cream. Right. This nigga's a freak. She's gonna cover for you, nigga. She's gonna cover for you because that's your lady, nigga. You think you slick. This nigga said unless. Mike, you was talking about watching porn on the full fledged TV. Exactly. With the HDMI 4K. Hey, my cable. Man. Hey, Nelio, this nigga's sick because he got motherfucking lights behind the TV. <laughs> 
I told you, cause he want the full effect. <laughs> I do. He got he got the silhouette lights, the red one. Yeah, that's, I was gonna say I turn it on a red when I get in my bag. Oh, that's gross. What is the red light special? Mm-hmm. Little problem. Stop. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> Oh, no, nigga, Mike's fucking <laughs> gross. This nigga got mood <laughs> lights for the self love. Oh, hell. Nigga, Mike, this is, mind you, this is the same nigga that said, What would you women do if you seen your nigga come in uh, in a room face down ass up? What, why are you up there? How did you get there? Nigga? <laughs> how did that even happen, yeah? Why, why did you, first of all, how long were you in that position to wait till she was there? Man. Did you tell her to go get some stuff out the car and oh, then come God. to the room? I never said it would be me, you... man. He said that's not going to no, be No, I think you. No. Oh, yeah. Man, well, no. That's, what, that's what he's saying. Tell right me, now, man. Okay? You over here. <laughs> tell them what I won't do. Yo, telling your no, girl to vouch for okay. you is nuts. No, but for real, like he, I think he's into maybe possibly doing a lot of shit but he hasn't done a lot of shit like i think a lot of you guys are probably freakier <laughs> honestly hey. honestly like he's hey, here's the thing though cuz that shit don't count <laughs> <laughs> why not why that shit don't count no this nigga freak this nigga got a, a nasty he got freaky mind. thoughts just because this nigga have not tried it ladies and gentlemen don't mean he won't attempt Right. <laughs> Ladies y'all, and y'all gentlemen, don't try this shit. Mike is thinking at home. Whatever he's thinking, don't try that shit at home. <laughs> Whatever he's Holy thinking. Right? Holy this shit. nigga Mike. This nigga Mike, cuz like this nigga was watching porn with some Tim's on. Come on, people. Oh shit. Don't do this. What is the worker boots? <laughs> he got Dude, the weed Tim's. I'm gonna put in that labor. I own two yeah. pairs of shoes. Wait, so and when are you gonna actually meet him? Pause. Oh, oh <laughs> why is that such a problem? Because of what we just stopped. Oh talking no, about. you know what yeah. I mean. Nah, Come meet on. this nigga with your boots on, you freak boy. <laughs> Nah, yeah, I, what she means is like when are you gonna officially come on a pod in, in person? Right. Mm. Oh yeah, man. Around like I'm trying to get it done around like August, man. Mm. I still gotta move my shit season, to my next season. spot. And all that. Season three about to be yeah. bananas. Oh my god. Yeah, I'm trying to make it. I'm trying to make it to a point, man, where I can go out there, you know, a little bit more, nigga, get on a couple more episodes and shit. Yeah. That shit didn't work uh, as of right now. Nigga, you know, I'm moving out my other spot. And I'm about to go to another one and shit like that. So I'm doing that all for the rest of the month or whatever. Mm. Uh, but August, my nigga, niggas got their PTO up, got their little money straight or whatever, man. Mm. I'm going to be out there. You feel me? It's going to be the big homies time. You feel me? That nigga's going to be turning like 38 uh, when his relax. birthday come around and all that. <laughs> 38. You feel me? You be turning over there. Mm-hmm. So, I gotta, me? so I'm definitely. So I got that. So mm-hmm. when you move out, are you going to kick the door in when you leave? Like. Niggas gonna come back and just see the door on the floor. You better not kick my fucking door. Michael, nah, I'm in the Florida. Oh. You talking about when I move out of this spot? Yeah, or when, you, uh, yeah, when you move out of your current current abode. But, when you move out of your current place, are you are you leaving the door on the floor when you when you move out? Oh no, no, no! That bitch ain't taking my deposit. Oh my god! I'm a quiet nigga. I got nigga. I got pictures of what the damn apartment looked like before I moved in this motherfucker, girl. 
So when everything gets situated, I'm gonna run through the little the little flicks. I'm like, yeah, yeah, that shit looked the same. That shit looked the same, and that shit looked the same. <laughs> Give my deposit back. Right. Hey, okay. Yo, it's the yeah. only landlord, cause I know that be harassing other people's kids. Like, and she sound like a bullfrog, my nigga. That's been Not smoking black and mild. Oh my god. A bullfrog. Wasn't the WWWWB? Nigga, I never seen. I never seen Kermit's wife, my nigga. That bitch looks like a Kermit's wife. Frog, you mean Miss Piggy? No, that bitch look like a mix. She a piggy frog or something. A I don't know what the fuck. Frog. All right, here's exactly. the thing. You're not going to create animals. Okay? What in the Wasn't the, the liger? He smoke. That bitch smoke Newports religiously. Cause whole throat gone. The whole throat. <laughs> Throw the whole shit, shit away. Oh, oh, through. She over here asking the little black kids, like, do you live here? Bitch, what it look like? What the fuck am I going to be playing outside for if I don't live here? super toxic. You should say it. Yeah. Go <laughs> ahead. No, you know, like. I'm about to get it back you know, too. Like the we got to support our younger kings, bro. Come on, though. Like, positive reinforcement at all time because, like, them niggas could get there by themselves, bro. But if they get there and ain't got nobody else to support them in that way, bro, they can crumble, bro. That shit'll fuck up they mental. They they could go AWOL and all that shit. So I mean it's up to us to go ahead and like let these niggas know that they can do anything, achieve anything, be okay. anything, my nigga. And that's and that's real that's shit, cuz I'm like fair. we gotta encourage that shit more, bro. Whether niggas listen or not, cuz the way you deliver the message, it might stick in that nigga back of that nigga head. He might be like, all right, fuck what he's there talking about. But as he see, if you telling the truth and you keeping it real with him, it'll slowly be revealed to these young men that you know how shit is or whatever like that like how we had to grow up and shit like that mm. you feel me niggas knew that you know shit was against us and stuff like that you feel me and like mm. the greatest enemy of the black man is ourselves my nigga and that's real shit James. nigga we doing the motherfucking <laughs> okay, i bet y'all thought he just kicked you in doors he still kicked in doors. <laughs> you know me? That's, that's it's what the it range is, for me. You look at that shit. That nigga kicked down nigga, my they... door and gave me a message. <laughs> message. My nigga, real shit. Cause I had it. I had the envelope in my back pocket. I had to give it to you. The I had to give it. To I got to put the candy in the in the medicine. <laughs> yeah, and that's another thing too, man. And like I've been listening to the pod, bro. And y'all always talk about black business and how black people need to support these businesses. How this dollar need to circle like circulate around these black businesses if you're in a predominantly black neighborhood you feel me that's a fact. like you feel me uh it is niggas gotta stop being so jealous about the success of other other black men and those black men that got that success and got it out the mud gotta be able enough and willing enough to give these blueprints out because that's how shit grow up you look at you look at our our, our brown homies the mexicans and all, latinos and stuff right what they do they stay close together they get their money up. They open up some kind of some kind of business. Send that money back to take people, bring them there, and then they start building shit. These niggas build houses. These motherfuckers sell corn on the side of the street. Mm. Like motherfucking all that shit. Mexican food and all that, cuz. Living like kings, bro. And support everybody other, but nigga. black people, really. Mm-hmm. Everybody but that. Because mm-hmm. we too busy trying to buy Nike, Adidas, and all this other shit. Black man come up to you and be like, I got a clothing line and shit like that. And this shit for like $25, $30. Well, this nigga gotta make a profit, cuz. Right. You don't trust your own people? Mm-hmm. I mean, that's that's a force that we definitely gotta push, my nigga. You know what I'm saying? And it, it has to be full force because we not finna get no fucking weird. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of complaining and a, not enough doing. Mm-hmm. You feel me? Like, everybody want to be better than everybody. When and I don't understand, bro, how 
some of the like poverty stricken areas of niggas that come up start dissing the people that help them come up. Like, how you gonna say, oh, I ain't worried about a broke nigga. Nigga, you were just broke. <laughs> you were just broke on the block, nigga, trying to nickel and dime your way out of it. And then when you get up, you like, oh yeah, fuck everybody else. Because in some actuality and some reality, man, the black, the black on black men, like motherfucking versus shit is worse than white people. And what white people doing what to us? Nigga, we doing boy? it. Right. Real shit, cuz, and that's what it is. Like, niggas is like, oh, I don't want to buy that nigga shit. That shit ain't Ralph. Ralph is a white man that don't give a fuck about you, nigga. Mm -hmm. Nike, that shit ran by white people, nigga. They only use black athletes to get their shit off. You feel me? Mm -hmm. Like, niggas can't come together and do their shit, my nigga. We gonna always fail, and if we don't, if we don't reinforce each other to the positive point, nigga, we still gonna be lost. That's Got all true. the influence and talent in the world, and influence the world, the whole fucking world, even the states we live in. We living in now. Most of this shit is influenced by us and what we got going. You ain't seen no hip hop and no shit in no fucking commercials, nigga. They got they got damn Quavo over here doing some damn commercial with Wendy's and shit. Oh shit! <laughs> Come on, bro. Come on, man. And like on, niggas man. really need to pull that shit together, bro. And, and for the black fathers, man, whoever's about to become one and be one or who already is one, bro, stay to the family, my nigga. You know what I'm Bring saying? Niggas roll like that, bro. You know, feel me? They they try to play LeVar Ball like he was crazy because he didn't want his kids talking to them motherfucking reporters and shit about shit. He doing exactly what the fuck he needed to do when they call that nigga crazy. Brand. And he had a black business, bro. Mm -hmm. right. He got his own business. He's like, no, nah, nigga, I got my own shit and I don't need that shit. So instead of you running a Nike, go support his shit real quick. Go see what the fuck he got going. You feel me? Spend three hundred fifty on some Jordans. You could definitely spend three hundred fifty on some motherfucking big baller brand slides, man. Come on now. Exactly, my nigga. Yeah. Like, cause Jordan don't give a fuck about you. That nigga got limited releases. He's like, oh, them niggas got shot over some shoes. He keep shit, releasing buddy. the same shoes over and That's over. That's a fact. Same, same shit in a different color. <laughs> then nigga say, you know what? This time we gonna put the ones. We gonna put a a cream brown with some red, and niggas gonna fuck with it. Just charge them four fifty. <laughs> yeah. Shit, crazy, my nigga. The most retarded shit I've ever seen. Uh. So, but yeah, nigga, that's so Nelio. In in conclusion, because we got we about to we about to wrap up. Anything you need yeah. for us to know? <laughs> no, you let oh, us know. Okay. Okay. I'm saying I didn't know if it was anything else you wanted to close with. Dude. Oh yeah, I'm about to close. Hey man, make sure when y'all hit these functions and shit out here this summer, y'all stay safe. Stay dangerous and don't let a bitch get twerk gravy on your shirt and or cargo or jeans, please. Twerk gravy. Twerk gravy. Twerk gravy. You know what I'm saying? That's the that's the shit. The booty, coochie, sweat with a little bit of coochie cream. Get that on there, nigga. That might be fuck up your what, night. You what, what they doing with coochie cream outside of... Oh, never mind. What in the recipe? <laughs> what the Hey, nigga, I had got it on my kneecap one time. All right, all right, all right. Like right in the middle of the kneecap. It all ripped right. down and went down my leg into my sock. Don't oh. ever let the gravy fall on your footy, okay? Let's don't just... don't let don't let it do that. Don't let it do that. Thank but you. yeah, cuz, it's been 100 with you, niggas. I know you niggas got to go. You feel me? And I am, too. I got to go drink somewhere and go talk to some bitches about bringing their <laughs> cheeks to the crib or yeet. So yeah. with that being said, it's been a uh, pleasure uh, for everybody that's listening to the uh, Mother Loving Podcast. I use the BET uh, outcut, you feel me? Uh, stay tuned for more uh, of black excellence, you feel me, with the homie, Mike, and the big homie, the big homie, and yours truly, Nelio, 
the Fuliano. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stay, stay, stay dangerous, my friends. Stay drunk, stay happy, stay high, and put your tongue in a bitch pussy if it's really real. <laughs> hey. This is a what? sick Negro. <laughs> so as I was talking about with mental health. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out Neely oh the Fulio, man. In conclusion of this podcast, because I'm about to bring up the black on business, because mm-hmm. we definitely got to get we up out of here. Mm-hmm. Um, all in all, man, I feel like if you're dating somebody. <laughs> you're Lord. a sick fuck. I'm trying to go back to this conversation. In conclusion. <laughs> if you're dating somebody who is dealing with something, man, just make sure you. If you care about them enough, make sure you try to. If you care about them enough, make sure you try to get them the the help that they need, but don't try to put it all on yourself if they do not seek required help. Okay. Right. You cannot pour into a. You cannot pour into a cup if your cup is empty. Mm-hmm. Just remember that always and forever. Because mm-hmm. people will strip you dry. They, they will if if you beauty. allow them. So you mm. gotta have that self love and care about yourself enough. Because if you don't care about yourself, you cannot properly care about others. Let's mm-hmm. fucking get it. Another <laughs> motherfucking pod, man. Black, mm. black, black, black. I'm so fucking hungry. Black on black, black. Bruh. Yeah. Black on hey. businesses. Okay. Black, black. Black on black, black, my thoughts so black, 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 I'm black, my skin is so black, I'm rocking that black on black is black. black rims on this black, black wheels in this black, black wheel with this black bitch. Black, 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 so black on black on black on black on black, 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 women that's not just black women but women of all ethnicities mm. how to practice self-care and build their self-confidence she is a self-care coach and she's been doing a lot of lot of uh just different posts on her instagram that's where i follow her at at cassie's cure c-a-s-s-i-e-s-c-u-r-e where she talks about different manifestations um she's basically have put out a lot of her own testimonies on it uh, i know she started off as a blog site uh, where she talked about, like I said, her, a lot of her different testimonies. But right now, she's been doing a lot of different, like seminars, or she's been doing like just different retreats with people, and they've been going over there, and they've been just all talking about just different things of how they can improve with their self love, and just moving through the society, man. So Cassie, man, shout out to you. You're doing an amazing job. Cassie's Cure, the C A S S I E S C U R E on Instagram. Make sure you follow it. Hey, hey, hey. Shout out to Nomi Cassie. <clears throat> I wanna um just recognize one of the homies. Um he's actually based out in Virginia. Um his name is Ricky. Uh, fellow Greek. He's a member of Alpha Phi Alpha Fraternity. Um his Instagram is Ricky the King underscore. That is R-I-C-K-Y-T-H-E-K-I-N-G underscore. He is the Jordan plug. I repeat, he is the Jordan plug. Make sure you got your money up because nothing that's good is cheap. Uh, but tap into his website, excuse me, tap into his IG, bang his line. Uh, he's always getting all the exclusives. Um, like I said, there's a little bit of tax involved, but if you want the kicks, 
Hit up the homie Ricky. That is Ricky the King. R I C K Y T H E K I N G underscore. Ricky the King. And shout out to Norfolk State, too. Mm-hmm. Okay, I have a black owned business. It's called AA Party Supplies. This is my god sister Chanel's business that she has with her man. Um, they're, they have two kids and they are fucking hustling out here. They have anything that you need from jumpers, popcorn machines, chairs, any kind of table setups, anything that you need. Um, and it's AA Party Supplies. And they're based in the LA area. So if you need them, it's family owned um, and they work together. They're super sweet people and... Yeah, she's about her business, so she'll she'll come through and and set you up. Yes, sir. So definitely make sure you support these black-owned businesses and any other business that you may think that the people need to know about. Please make sure you at us or DM us at the podcast for you on Instagram. That's T H E P L D C A S T F R F O R Y O U, and let us know, man. Support black-owned businesses. You motherfucking feel me. But in the meantime, and in between time, good motherfucking pot. Uh, did it. Thank you guys again for tuning in. Episode 38. Like I said, we got two episodes left for this podcast. And we're going to return um, in July. Let's turn this shit the fuck off. Hey. Turn. We're gonna turn next week, th- episode 39 next week, and then we got episode 40 on June 7th, which is the season finale. Like I said, we turn in July, brother D. What is your socials? Um, they can find me on Instagram. That is T H I S I S B R O T H A. You can't forget the D. That is this is brother D. And you can follow me at the music homie. That's T H. If you can't spell it, don't follow me, you ho. Also, make sure you follow the the Twitter. Uh, podcast page It's all one word If I let you tell it On Twitter mm. You don't want nobody To follow you huh? Y'all can follow me It's Mill Monroe Underscore mm. M-I-L-L-M-O-N-R-O-E Underscore mm. There it is You know what I mean So this has been If I let you tell it Podcast episode 38 We will see you Niggers next week ah. Yikes Yikes <laughs>